Hi, this is Tina, and welcome to the Weird Wednesday podcast. Today, Tori and I are talking about frequencies. Frequencies that are found in our music, our clothes, and other sources. We also have exciting news to share with you. This episode, we are launching our YouTube channel at the Weird Wednesday podcast. If you go there, subscribe, and view our first video, you'll see a less curated version of this episode. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Weird Wednesday podcast. And as always, we would love to hear from you. You may email us. Tori is T-O-R-I at weirdwednesdaypodcast.com. Or you can email me, Tina, at weirdwednesdaypodcast.com. We are so happy you guys decided to listen today. As always, stay weird. It's Weird Wednesday. It is. (laughs) I wasn't sure what to expect. You took a really deep breath. (laughs) Well, I thought about either doing a really low tone or I thought about rapping it. There was a lot of things going on in my mind. So I think the breath was more of a thought. First, I want to start out. This just came to me. My first ever shout out on the podcast. I just want to give a shout out to my niece, Hannah. I went home last weekend and we went on a hike as a family. And the the ride there, she was talking about the podcast. And she was asking, like, what are your thoughts about this? Is there Do you know any conspiracies about that? And it was just really fun. Even my youngest son on the ride home was said that. It was really cool how she was asking a lot of questions and talking about Weird Wednesday. So how cool. it made both of us happy. So thank you, Hannah. You made our day. I just love our faithful fans. It, it, I agree. it really blesses me. And I don't even mean that about like towards us, but just that, you know, God's using this. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And he's using it to bring up fun conversations. Right. Ones you know? that are... Ones we probably wouldn't have had prior to all of this. Absolutely. You know, I read this really funny thing now that you mentioned it. This girl posted on one of the blurry creatures and Sasquatch Chronicle pages that I follow. But she posted this thing and it was a picture of her Bible. And she said, the more that I dive into the word, the more I don't fit in with modern Christianity. Dude. And don't we just talk about that all the time? Episode after episode. And I was like, she gets it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In our episodes and also, you know, just our private conversations. Mm -hmm. I know we talk about that a lot. And yeah, thanks for sharing that. How true that is. And I feel the same way. The more I study the New Testament church, and we even mentioned that last week with kind of the supernatural stuff, Mm -hmm. but the more you... You study it, the more you kind of look around you and you're like, what's happening? Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do we read the same Bible? <laughs> <laughs> but praise the Lord that we have access to it because my mom grew up in the Philippines and she wasn't allowed to touch the Bible. Wow. Only, yeah, only the priest was allowed mm. to touch it. And so she, you know, she came to America and she was sharing how emotional it was for her the very first time she got to pick up the Bible for just herself and read it for herself. Wow. And she just devoured it. 
Wow. That's crazy. What a testimony. Right? That's really cool. I had no idea that that's how it was. And that's within Catholicism? Yes. Mm. I have something weird to share. Last week, we mentioned the Bermuda Triangle in our episode. And I have this calendar. It's unexplained mysteries. You know, the calendars that you have to rip off Mm -hmm. the day. It's unexplained mysteries. And the one from January 5th was the Alaska Triangle, which I had never heard of. But listen to this. I'm just going to read the the first couple sentences. Um, But the Alaska Triangle is a large triangle-shaped area with corners touching Juneau. That's one corner. Mm -hmm. Anchorage is the other corner. And then the third spans the entire state. And at the very northern city of Barrow has been the location of the disappearances of, get this, 16,000 people since the late 1980s. Stop. 16,000 people. Disappeared at that corner? In the, within the triangle. The triangle? So the whole state, yeah. basically? It, if you look at it online, I did look up a map of it. It takes up, I would say, a third to half the state. It's huge. And within that triangle are, you'll never guess, Bigfoot accounts and UFO sightings. Dude. <laughs> Dude. I was like, we got to dig deep into tri- these triangles around the world. Hey, episode, what, 12? <laughs> I feel like, okay, so I'm going to show those that are listening. I'm going to show the picture on my video. Maybe. Yeah. You can't see. Oh, there it is. Yep. Look at that. And it it touches that. What would you say? Is that half the state? A third? Okay. Putting them all together on the outside. I'd say a third. Mm-hmm. That's insane. 16,000 people. I mean, where do they go? Is that a portal? Are there portals? Maybe. You know what's interesting to me? I have family that live in Alaska. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. ask them some questions now. That's too weird. Uh, yeah. Message them and then report back. Yeah. Because I'm intrigued. And like I said, after mentioning the Bermuda Triangle, I had never heard of the Alaska Triangle. No, me neither. Really interesting. Hmm. And there's there's just no explanation for any of those disappearances. None of them. Not one out of the 16,000. Thousand. Mm-hmm. They're all une- like unexplained unsolved. Ugh, that's kind of creepy, to be honest. That's a good one. I thought so, too. <laughs> I was like, this is sufficiently weird. Uh, yeah. There were a couple that I could see sharing down the down the road or looking into. So today we're talking about frequencies, which is a topic that we've kind of tossed around for a while. Mm -hmm. So why don't you start? I know that you have found tons of interesting information. Yeah. Well, I want to start off by saying um, a couple things kind of brought this to 
our attention. One was um, someone on our page shared with us something weird that happened to them that week, and they were describing how um, in their household they were having a hard time sleeping, the kids um, were sick and not doing well. I think they were also not doing well in terms of health, and she was just desperate to get a full night's sleep and she remembered something she had heard about Hertz and the power of frequencies and played music in her home at I believe she said 444 Hertz was the frequency that she played and they all slept amazingly and she mm -hmm. described it was one of the best night's sleeps all of them have had I want to say either ever or in a really long time. And so I think that kind of implanted this like, wow, that would be really cool to look more into. Mm -hmm. And then I had watched randomly this documentary about the Bohemian Grove, which mm -hmm. don't want to get too far into that because it's a whole other thing. I'm sure we'll talk it's about it. It's a some whole point. other episode. Yes, it really <laughs> is. If you haven't heard of it, all you have to do is Google it and your mind's going to be blown. But in one of the rituals that they hold at this place, they use a gong in between certain phrases that they chant or say out loud to these people. And it reminded me of frequencies and how I knew there was a purpose to it because of when and how often there was a pattern to it. And so that also kind of piqued my interest again about, okay, there's something to this. I think we should probably at least look into it. First, what are frequencies? Do you want to talk about it? So frequency is the rate at which vibration occurs and vibrations occur in waves mm -hmm. and it can happen in material or it can happen in an, an electromagnetic field. You're thinking of radio waves and light and it's measured usually per second. Mm -hmm. So for example, the normal measure measurement of frequency is hertz and this is how many times one cycle of the waveform is repeated per second so to break that down 50 hertz means the waveform of the frequency repeats 50 times in one second and that's kind of what sound mm -hmm. is sound isn't really a thing it's vibrations which is so mm -hmm. crazy to think about. Even like color, it's just light. <laughs> it's not even mm -hmm. an actual substance, you know? Mm -hmm. My And it's frequencies of light. Exactly. Different colors mm -hmm. have different frequencies. Right, different amplitude, different wavelengths. But it's all, mm -hmm. yeah, the same, the same way of measuring, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, and so we as humans, we have a range of hertz that we can hear, which is 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. Mm -hmm. And now we kind of get into this new topic that I don't know who has even heard of this before in terms of our listeners. I just learned about this fairly recently. And so there, it's called, some people call it the holy tones, but it's mm -hmm. also known as the Solfeggio scale. Mm -hmm. And the first what historians say the first type of the recording of these is within Gregorian chant. And Gregorian chant is a type of worship 
music that was in the Roman Catholic Church way, 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 way back when, like, I want to say 1000 AD. Well, we have a quick clip to play of Gregorian chanting. So let's listen to that for just a moment. Uh, that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's super crazy. We, my husband and I learned about Gregorian chant specifically in worship school. That's where we met. And they play it and how it works and stuff. When you hear it, it doesn't make any sense. Like there's really no pattern to it. Um, But it's, but when you learn about these frequencies, it's kind of crazy how it does work together. What the purpose of it is. Right. I was just going to say, it's like the entire purpose of the chant is purely the tone Mm -hmm. that you're hearing. Which Mm -hmm. is so far opposite from what worship music is today. So yeah, the one of the first form of worship music was a Gregorian chant. That's kind of when the the they heard these types of holy tones. Obviously, I think this dates back to biblical times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then apparently, it was lost in the 16th century, like the ability to mm-hmm. or the you know knowledge of it and the writings of it and how it works just kind of fell off and no one knows why well it makes me want to look at world history during that time to figure out what was happening right exactly what was the purpose behind that what else was going on because we can look at that in our own history today of what usually ends up happening when they're being distracted by other things so Mm -hmm. that's a good point i think that would be really cool to look into so then that forced the world to create a new tuning, which is what we use today. And this new tuning has done the polar opposite of what this holy tone solfeggio scale tuning has done previously. Mm. And which is healing. Do you think that was intentional? A hundred percent. That was like, the enemy laying the groundwork for the ability to add all these awful other things that have happened in that time frame because look at where we're at now you know even from when we were kids to now which we've talked about before it's like the things that are just allowed and and tolerated is beyond me i can't imagine what it was like back then and to now what they'd be thinking Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. bet you I think it would be really cool to look back in the history of the things that have happened after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Especially with, you know, before we were recording, we were talking about music then versus now. The Gregorian chants, you know, the frequencies were healing and it must have had an impact, of course, physically, but also spiritually. And to imagine, I'm imagining the state of the people who would hear it consistently, right. you know, because oftentimes people weren't, did the Gregorian chants happen in church? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Oftentimes, especially back then, people were in church and gatherings more than once a week. Mm-hmm. And so you think about the exposure to these healing frequencies regularly, 
And it would make a lot of sense what you're saying that removing that kind of sets us up to accept and kind of go further down the enemy's um, strategic plans, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. how he would be using that against us, mm -hmm. the absence of that against us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it wasn't until, so think of it, think of this, it gets lost in the 16th century. I mean, I don't know history very well, so I can't tell you these exact dates, but I'm guessing it's like, I mean, what, we're in the 21st century, right? Yes. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so it was four centuries ago. <laughs> well, it wasn't until the 1970s that it was rediscovered. So think wow. about all that time that they had with this new tuning to almost remove what it had done before the healing, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. spiritual experiences, the openness to, you know, the Lord in that way, because mm -hmm. of just that, this place of, um, like peace that you don't have anymore. There are physical things that the new tuning does to our bodies that we don't even realize and it makes so mm. much sense when we look back at even the mental health crisis, the depression and the anxiety that has skyrocketed for a lot of different reasons. But if you look back from that century to now, I bet you it's astronomical. Oh, 100%. And let me just add a quick layer really quickly. And then... So maybe I, I'll just mention a couple things about the healing frequency and then you can tell us, you know, what happens on the opposite end of that. Mm -hmm. So another layer to the Gregorian chanting. Also, I don't know if you've heard about this, but bells have healing frequencies mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And bells typically have, uh, they're measured at, 500 to 1500 hertz and we'll talk about why that's significant in a little bit um, but bells have been removed several times throughout history and most often during war times which last episode you and i mentioned the significance of what happens during wartime wow so imagine gregorian chanting happening in a church setting while also hearing several, you know, they used to have 10, 15 bells ringing. And so the healing frequencies from this chanting and also the bells, I'm curious if before modern day medicine, this was a form of healing because with the healing frequencies, it creates resonance down deep, even to your DNA. Mm -hmm. And that resonance within your DNA repairs your DNA. And so two significant time frames that bells were removed during the Revolutionary War, General Washington ordered the bells to be taken down, um, specifically in New York. And I'm sure it happened to other areas as well. But he took the bells down so that they can melt it for metal and to make them into cannons. And then this happened again during World War II. The Nazis took down the bells. 
Um, America took bells down. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so these wars are happening for, you know, we're told a reason is it the reason right. i was just gonna say was there really a different purpose behind that exactly and i don't know about you but the tri-cities where i live i can only think of one bell that we have downtown and the more i was thinking about it i was like i don't even know if it's a real bell or just a recording of a bell <laughs> Truly, I think it might just be a recording. My husband really sad. My husband and I went on this whole thing. We're like, okay, even these YouTube hurts. How do we know they're not fake? How do I know I'm listening to an authentic frequency? Right, right. So something else that the vibrations do, it also affects the vagus nerve, which I don't know how much you guys know about the vagus nerve, but it's the main component of the parasympathetic nervous system. And a lot of healing can happen in your body when you stimulate the vagus nerve. They even recommend playing music at certain frequencies for like cancer patients or patients who are very, very ill because it stimulates the vagus nerve and the vagus nerve controls your mood, your immune system in response, your digestion and your heart. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so... I really wish I knew about a lot of this stuff sooner, but it's really cool that we're kind of tapping into this information again at this time. It's really exciting, I think. Mm -hmm. And to even think, you know, you know, even just humming to yourself creates those vibrations that can calm you down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just I'm I'm thinking about everything that you just said, because of what it what the new tuning has what it does to our body how purposeful that had to have been for them to take away even what could have been some of the last pieces in the world that gave off those kinds of frequencies these healing frequencies i don't even know of a mm-hmm. bell that's near me i can't even remember the last time i heard a bell right and that they even used that If you think about it, way back when, they used it to tell time. They used it to, Mm -hmm. you know, indicate, you know, different parts of the day. I know some people, some Mm -hmm. places like in Spain still use them for like when it's siesta time and they go and take Mm -hmm. their nap. They still use them and things Mm -hmm. like that, which also makes me think about why maybe they're so less intense than we are in America. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. sure there's... There's things their to that. stress levels are significantly lower significantly. And I know a lot of it has to do with other different kind of components. But now when you really think about these kinds of things that we're talking about and what hurts really does these her frequencies do to our body, I really believe that that has to be one of the foundational things that has caused mm-hmm. that difference in their stress level, their anxiety levels, the you know, number of depressions, suicide rates, yeah. all of those different things compared to us in America. You know, some people want to say mm-hmm. that it's, oh, what we're eating. I'm sure that's part of it. But think literally tell me where have you heard any of these kinds of sounds where you live? I would bet mm-hmm. that majority of us can't think of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, to kind of go back to when we, it was rediscovered in the 1970s, it was rediscovered by Dr. Joseph Pudeo, and he 
found it through God's word. Wow. So he was in the book of Numbers and he started using Pythagorean theorem um, in, in numbers. And he started adding up these numbers and realizing there was a pattern to all of them. Wow. I know. And that's how he got these six-tone hertz numbers. Wow. Was through God's word, which... Praise the Lord. <laughs> just, like, blows my mind. I feel like that's probably how it was discovered in the first place. Exactly. Especially when it was first discovered and used in the church. Right. Back before wow. it was lost. And also... That's wild. Out of all the things, why would that be lost? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. To me, that's because of the significance of it and how much it ties into the Lord. Yeah. And points back to the Lord because, and we'll get into all of that, of even the way, oh my gosh, I'm going to totally just start nerding out. But so the six tones, the original six tones are 396 hertz, 417 hertz, 528, which is one of the most well-known popular ones it's considered the miracle tone and that's what you were talking about how because it's it literally repairs dna Mm -hmm. 639 hertz 741 hertz and 852 and then the three that he had found but like with that is 174 hertz 285 hertz and 963 And so each of these hurts have a different healing power. Wow. Okay. This is super dumb. But when you said that, I immediately thought of those ultraviolet face masks (laughs) that you put on. (laughs) And it goes through the different lights, the different colored lights, and it does different (laughs) things to your skin. But colors frequency too. I know. There's probably something to that. I'm just saying that's what I thought of. Hey, <laughs> if only it could now play the tone while it was doing it. With it, I know. Heal your face and your body. <laughs> Get it now. <laughs> Let's invent that. We totally should. Okay. Patent pen. Yeah. Don't copy us. Guys. <laughs> I was going to say trademarking that right now. <laughs> so there are nine of those tones. I can kind of, if we want, I can say what each of them do. Um, Wait, nine or six? There's six original and then the three that he found. Oh, okay. Um, so the, and honestly, the 174, I honestly kind of feel like it's the same as 741. And then the numbers are just arranged differently. So I'm wondering if it's just the six. And he just mixed up the numbers. <laughs> oh. Well, no, 174 is one that I found as well. Right. Well, it's a natural you anesthetic. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. 396 is said to help reduce fear, which I thought was interesting because for that to be kind of one of the, the ones in the beginning, it made me think of the verse, do not be afraid. Well, the... 365 times that it's mentioned mm-hmm. in the Bible, I'm like, wow, that there's a hurts that literally helps you not to be afraid. Wow. 
And I'm like, and then so I started thinking, each of these hurts help you with things that the Lord has told us or commanded us to do. Wow, that's incredible. Praise the Lord. He's literally given us the power to do these things. Yes. Ah, yes. I just love it. I love you, Lord. You're so good. <laughs> I have a verse for that later. Because okay. my thinking this week has been along the same lines. And so I have a verse that it made me think of. Okay. So I'll share that later. Okay. Um, 417 is said to help remove trauma like the feelings of trauma and how it affects wow. you ptsd 528 the miracle one which we kind of touched on it also raises your oxytocin level and which oxytocin helps make you feel happy <laughs> and connected and bonded yeah. mm -hmm. 639 is said to help restore your relationships like how you feel towards people Wow. 741 is said to help you be more open and aware. 852 is so that hurts is said to help you be in a more spiritual like state. So I was like, oh, when I read my Bible, I should be blasting 852. <laughs> right. Could you imagine the revelations that could come from that? <laughs> Um, 285 says to also rejuvenate cells, which I thought was interesting because that's a different rearrangement of 582. Right. And then 963, I was listening to this video that was a little more new agey. So they kind of went into the whole like being one with the earth. And so I wonder if it's more of just like being one with the Lord. Yeah. How how does someone tune into these frequencies? So, you know, people who are listening and we're talking about, you know, these frequencies and they're like, well, I want to listen to music set up at, at 639. Mm -hmm. How would they do that? Well, there if you want to listen to like actual music, as in like your favorite band at that hurts. I think there's a way to convert it to that, to actually tune these songs to the solfeggio scale. The thing is, is that that's kind of my question is, is what we have today really what it is? And I don't know if that's mm. just my skepticism, but I would honestly argue, I don't know if I would fully believe that they are. Unless you're hearing it with your own ears in person, which they have right. like these basins that you can use to make these frequencies. You know, some people call them sound baths, things like that. There are videos mm -hmm. on YouTube that um, play these tones in these specific frequencies. It's also on Apple Music and Spotify if you really want to look it up. Yeah. My husband and I were talking about that. How can, because we want, we were thinking about composing music in these frequencies ourselves wow. to play over our home. Mm -hmm. And I think there are, and don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure there are tuners that you can actually buy to tune your instruments at these frequencies. Yeah. If you guys do compose any music, make sure you record it for the rest of us. <laughs> 
so that we can play them in our houses too. Yes, definitely. The healing or the human body. So I'm I I took a lot of these notes in millihertz, which is just um, hertz divided by a thousand. Mm-hmm. Basically, is what they say. Vibrational frequency for a healthy human body is typically between sixty-two to seventy, and and another website said one hundred millihertz, and so. Um, on the flip side, a diseased person has a frequency of about 15 millihertz. So being sick lowers your vibrational frequency within your body. And so I really quickly want to share a couple of Bible verses because even the clothes we wear have frequencies. So Leviticus 19.19, I'm just going to read the last part of it. It says, you know, well, the Lord is saying, you're going to follow my statutes. He talks about not crossbreeding cattle. Um, He talks about agriculture. And he also says, nor shall you wear a garment of cloth made of two kinds of material. And in Deuteronomy 22.11, it says, you shall not wear cloth of wool and linen mixed together. And the reason being is because wool and linen both have a frequency of 5,000 millihertz. And what happens when you wear them together is because they their current, their fre- the current of their frequencies go in opposite directions, opposing directions. When you wear them together, they cancel each other out. Mm. And so what you get is a frequency of zero. And for a healthy human body, what they say is that you never want to wear anything with a frequency below 100. So organic cotton wool are the best ones to wear uh, separately, like I said. The fabrics with the lowest frequency, you guys are going to hate this, anything stretchy, (laughs) your favorite leggings, not healthy for you. Um, anything polyester, rayon, nylon, acrylic, all these things are made, are synthetic. They're chemically produced and they hurt your body just by wearing them. Tell me that's not on purpose, that that's what people can afford versus these whole like organic cotton and wool. So thinking about that, right, the clothing and what we're putting on our bodies coupled with the change the change of um the tuning and the music we just think about all these things that we use daily and we weren't taught about them so we've been unknowingly harming ourselves day to day to day to day mm-hmm. you know that's just wild to me here's something else that's interesting is that essential oils have frequencies as well oh the essential oil with the highest frequency is rose and it has 320 millihertz frankincense is 147 lavender's 118 myrrh is 105 and then peppermint is 78 which is still above um, the human frequency so i think it's okay um even plants have frequencies 
Isn't that cool that plants give off frequencies? I mean, it all really makes sense because, like I said, sound, color, all of that are vibrational. So, and I mean, all whoever is listening who might be in even physics, if you, you remember seeing those things where it creates vibration above different rocks, different plants, um, how like inertia, how things are moving, like there's always some type of vibration that occurs with it mm -hmm. which you can even mm -hmm. see videos even on youtube of when they put a plate a metal plate and they put rice on it and they put these different frequencies the vibration literally moves them into different patterns i know it's so fascinating to see and it's really cool when you see patterns of frequency in the bible like you were saying mm -hmm. and you know the verse in deuteronomy uh where the lord says not to mix wool and linen um, you know, like we're his creation and everything that he says has a purpose. And it always blows my mind when we, when we peel off a layer of the onion, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When we get one layer deeper and, you know, my traditional understanding, and I'm sure most of you too, is these laws were given because Israel and now all of us believers, you know, the separation of fabric, the separation of like seeds and agriculture, the separation of animals was representative of believers remaining separate and holy, hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And now with that traditional understanding coupled with this scientific, physical understanding that wearing something like that would physically hurt my body mm -hmm. because the frequencies cancel one another out versus if I just listen to what the Lord told me to put on my body, I'm going to be healing my body. Right. It honestly blows my mind at how intricately it all comes together. Mm -hmm. There's a purpose for all of it. Right. And like even science points back to God. Always, always, always. This is something that I, you know, the boys and I talked about often um, while they were being homeschooled is that science can only discover what God's cre already created. Man, even with math, all the sciences, we cannot discover anything new. Mm -hmm. It's all pre-existing. We're not making anything right. or making anything up, mm -hmm. you know, right. we're only discovering what God's already put forth mm -hmm. and created. And the verse it reminded me of is in 2 Timothy 3. Uh, verse 16 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. And this is verse 17. That the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. He's, his word is meant for us to learn and to live accordingly for our benefit and to do the things that we have been talking about is important at this season of life right mm -hmm. or in this this pocket in history mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. we get to use scripture for training and righteousness you know to be equipped for all the good work and and how true is that? Again, we're just going to keep saying it. When we can either harm our body or heal our body based on our environment and the things that we're allowing 
allowing on it and in it. Mm-hmm. Which I think is especially important as we recognize that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And if we, if the scripture is to train us up in righteousness, you know, another word for righteous is virtuous. And the meaning of virtuous is having high standards. And I don't know about you, it's way easier to slip on some leggings than it is to convince myself that I need 100% linen anything in my life. Uh, but but that's what the scripture should convict us to do is to live accordingly, you know, in a way that will honor the bodies that the Lord has given us. Right. And how even the tuning that they've created after that and the frequencies that have come from it, how much it's affected our body that they've found traces of cancer, mm-hmm. they've found low levels of our hormones and how much that's really affected our immune system, why we keep getting sick, also how it's affected our aggression, how most people are able to get more aggressive when they hear these frequencies Mm -hmm. often. Tell me you haven't had a time where you heard a song and it made you feel anxious. If you if you think about it, it makes sense. And if you also think about how our bodies ran on electricity, it all mm-hmm. makes sense, especially why it affects us so much, not just physically, but spiritually. Mm-hmm. When I even think about when I read my Bible to myself versus out loud, I feel a significant Same. difference. And I think there's something mm-hmm. to that. And I think that's why even, I mean, now we're going to go down this whole rabbit trail but why god talks about how important it is to speak life Mm -hmm. yeah that just revelation it all makes the power of life and death is in your tongue yeah and those you know you i've seen at the boys school and i'm sure you've seen it online people do those experiments where they have plants or they cook rice and put it in a tupperware and they separate them and to one, well, there's usually three. So one plant or Tupperware of rice, they just leave alone. They don't say anything. They don't do anything with it for a month. They just leave it. One other plant, uh, so the second plant, they'll say horrible things to the entire month. Like, you're worthless. I hate you. Things like that. And then the third plant, they'll speak words of encouragement They'll say loving things to it. And at the end of the experiment, the time period, um, like, for example, I'm going to use the Tupperware of rice. The one where nothing happened to it, there's a little bit of mold inside. The one where they spoke harmful things to it, it's black, like covered in black mold. And I kid you not, the one where they spoke loving things to, there's no mold at all. And the same is true for plants. One of them, the harmful one will be wilting. And the one that was loved and encouraged is thriving. That's why we should talk to our plants. (laughs) I sing to my plants. (laughs) I definitely speak to them when I'm watering them, but... No, I think there is something to that. I think, and I also think about how if that is true about these substances, Mm -hmm. how much more true is that to people? Like, 
to one another. The effect it has on our spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God is just so good. I know. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What a good in- a reminder too, I feel like, because I think that it's easy to forget these things. And I also want to say when we know these things, I think it's important to change mm-hmm. it. And I know now, Levi, my husband and I have talked about, okay, when we're feeling anxious, when we feel like that this day just has this cumulonimbus <laughs> right over it, mm-hmm. you know, which I know we've all had those mm-hmm. days. We're going to make an effort to play these frequencies yeah. to see, Lord, hey, we hear you and we're going to do this now. And honestly, I'm about to go through my closet because I don't want to feed myself or put things on myself that are harmful. I just can't imagine what it can do for the kingdom when we take these things seriously. Right. So, I don't know. Let's end let's end the podcast by speaking life and encouragement over our listeners. You you guys are beloved by Christ. You guys are overcomers because Christ is an overcomer. You have been brought from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. You are a child of God and heir to the throne to all to the heavenly realm. Christ loves you. The Lord will he'll never leave you nor forsake you. What else you got? Do not be afraid. For I am with you. I'm your God. Mm-hmm. I will strengthen you and I will help you and I will lift you up with my victorious right yes. hand. He's the God who sees you. He's the God who provides for you. He's your shelter. He's your refuge. He's your strength. He's a warrior who saves and you have access to him. He is those things for you. And in your weakness, weakness, he is strong. And you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And he promises to continue the work until it is complete. Amen. Amen. Well, you guys, we're so grateful that you are here. We hope that you learned something valuable. And if anything, we pray that you are encouraged in the Lord. Mm-hmm. So thanks again for joining us. Stay curious and stay weird. <laughs>